2: welcome in john mcnesby and uh, our thoughts and our prayers and i and i don't mean that lightly uh, i have been with you i've been praying for our fellow law enforcement john as we think about uh, just learning about these tragic deaths of two officers among the ranks of philadelphia's finest
1: thank you i i appreciate it i know it's it's really a tough time for the officers of the third district and the 39th district mm-hmm. and, and the entire police department uh the, the both of those officers were uh, they were just pillars in their districts and their community. There, they helped a lot of people. And uh, Officer uh, Hill was there for 24 years. I mean, she was part of the, you know, what made the community tick every day. And and you know to pass away like that so suddenly, uh, it's just a shame. And for the family of Officer Whetstone that the the suffering that he had, you know, going through these last few months is is tragic. And uh, you know, we're going to be there support both both families and we're going to have a giant fundraiser this this week for officer hill and then we look forward to working with the, the officers from the 39th district to put something together there and in, in the coming months to make it a, a huge send-off for him, for him and the, and to help the family out but uh again it's it's, it's always an uphill battle here in yeah. philly and you know yeah. um once the cameras and the lights and all the negative media goes away you know we're right back doing the job and, protecting the community and we're understaffed and, and morale's low because we're understaffed and the officers can't even get a day off or a day off is canceled for, for for something and you know you're always looking over your shoulder to see if you're going to get in trouble and the second guessing and the Monday morning quarterback just con- uh, quarterbacking just continues on in Philly it's, it's it's sad you know we're looking forward to a, a new beginning and hopefully whoever wins this election coming up in November mm-hmm. will we'll, uh, we'll, will. We'll, invest in public safety and, and show the police officers that they're, you know, they're appreciated out there and, 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 you know, that you want you want them to do the job and do it respectfully but protect the community at all costs. What's going on now? It's just, you know, shrugging your shoulders and letting it go because, you know, nothing's going to happen to these folks.
2: You know, I want to get I, – I will get into the Inquirer headline today where they're taking aim at Abington Police Chief uh, Pat Malloy because, God forbid <laughs> – uh, Chief Malloy spoke out about basically criticizing Krasner and the Kenny administration for <coughs> letting violent criminals out on the streets and wreaking havoc, not just here in Philadelphia but into the suburbs. And so he was reacting to that. He called in this morning, but I wanted to get—I wanted to get to this story that has been in the Inquirer, where they have talked about the situation over the weekend and the ATV enthusiasts and there were some reports initially that oh they were taunting police and doing this and that. Then there was a pushback on that. And so ultimately and and Anthony Dorenzo, our executive producer, is just going to air this just so everybody can hear it for themselves and let the record let let us set the record straight on the call and and really this is tangible evidence of what really was going on and what Philadelphia police officers were responding to. Listen.
1: Carson Ben, the 6th District, assist the officer, 11th and Spring Garden, police by radio. Six. In the 6th, 11th and Spring Garden, assist the officer, police by radio. 6 on Andy. 6 Frank Andy, no assist. Uh, <laughs> I was just repairing three- <laughs> the vehicle and took off.
0: It's hard to hear there but he says okay. they are circling my vehicle and took off. Please send backup.
2: So please send backup. And that's the call that's the actual 911 call to set the record straight here. You know, what's your re- what's your reaction um you know, John McNesby as you hear that and then you look at the coverage of this thing and and the way that the media as well as city leadership seems to go out of their way uh, to yeah. to always then that's just it. it to me there's the bigger story is they go out of their way to want police to look bad
1: right i mean and and they're coddling uh these these people on the street these thugs these people that are causing all these issues inside the neighborhoods of, uh, of the city and it never used to be like that uh and where it went awry i have no idea but you know first of all, the officers saying, send backup. I don't know what backup's coming because we're so short-handed. We're We're, we're 1300, 1400 people short on the Philadelphia police department. And that's people that are out there uh, answering 911 calls. So if you're calling 911, good luck, you know, you might, it might be a while, but you know, our first, um, our first uh, uh, issue every day is to make sure, you know, when we go on the street that we return home safely and, And that's key, and and something like that with these ATVs is very easily uh, fixable. Um, You know, we just it was fixable years ago, and now, you know, all of a sudden that just went went to off the radar too. So uh, all you have to do is find out. You know, you get your you get your people together on your different units, social media, and you find out where they're gathering up. You circle them, and you you take their you take their uh, four wheelers, your three wheelers, your two wheelers, whatever wheel you got. If, if it's not registered, and it's not legal. What's ninety five percent of them are not. You take it, you mm-hmm. confiscate it. Uh, Mike Driscoll, city councilman, just introduced legislation uh, to be able to confiscate and, and sell those uh, those uh, ATVs. So that's that's another thing that we could we could use and take care of um, and do. But I mean, until you actually. Start enforcing the law in the city of Philadelphia. These people are going to see that they're going to get away with it, and nothing is mm-hmm. going to happen to them. So they're going to continue to do what they're going to do. Um, you know, we talked about this on ninety-five and, and and the and the stuff that was going on there, with the drag racing and mm-hmm. that. You got to take the bull by the horns. You got to do. It's called enforcing the law. Yeah. I mean, right now, the city of Philadelphia is the only place you could drive around and it'd Be illegal and not nothing happened to you because of this driving equity bill. That's the most insane thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. I mean, there's a there's a motor vehicle code, there's state law. We're hired to enforce the law, and these people are making laws to, to circumvent laws. It's, uh, you know, we're fighting that fight in court, and and we'll fight that all the way up to wherever it leads. But mm-hmm. right now, I mean, you know, it's just I, I, you can't. It's tough to put a pulse, your finger on a pulse here because it moves every day and what's, you know, they, they react to the media. And I think, you know, part of, part of the media here, part of the inquiry must be owned by Larry Krasner because, <laughs> you know, they, they actually, you know, I mean, they're, they, they never write anything negative about this guy. And when somebody talks negative about him or tells the truth, then you're getting slammed. And that's exactly what, you know, we've seen today. So, I mean, if you have an answer, good, good luck, but I, I'm, I'm just, I got a, you know, a calendar and I'm just marking off every day until we can get back to hopefully some normalcy here yeah. and let the police do their job.
2: Yeah, and, as, you know, in the Inquirer, just for an example, they're quoting this uh, Joey, the president of the ATV coalition, saying, well, the ATVs are a way of freedom. It's a way to express yourself. And I, And yeah. I look at that and I think, you know what, whoever's writing this article, I want to know, if they actually live in these areas in the city of Philadelphia, because if you live in the city and I'm a longtime resident, as you all well know, and you hear that you got a baby or you're trying to get up in the wee hours of the morning for your early morning shift or what have you. This is a quality of life issue to me. I just feel like even the Inquirer, they're in the ivory tower out of touch right along there with D.A. Larry yeah. Krasner.
1: It's the wokeness here in Philly. I mean, you know, it's a way of expressing yourself. You can do that. Take your ATV up the mountains. Take your ATV to a a field. Take your ATV to the woods. Don't take the ATV to South Street, Broad Street, and everywhere else where you're endangering people that are out there walking the streets. Uh, You're wreaking havoc. You're, You're wreaking havoc. You're circling cars. You're trying to cause automobile accidents. That's not a way of expressing yourself. That's an act of stupidity. And until we get a handle, you know, until we get a a fix on this, they're going to continue to do it because they know they can. You know what? The first time you go in and you take 40, 50, 60 of these ATVs, guess what? They'll think twice about doing all that nonsense.
2: Now, in this action, the Inquirer writes, and that's part of it. They say, well, there were no arrests. There were no, uh, you know, citations were not handed out. There were no police reports on thrown bottles. And so they're they're basically saying this didn't happen, and that there were no arrests. Why why weren't there any arrests? Why didn't police seize
1: these vehicles? It's the hands off. It's the hands off attitude. And guess what? The guy that has the ATV uh, um, dealership in Philadelphia uh, and Caster in Aramingo has been burglarized so many times that he's thinking about shutting down and moving out of the city of Philadelphia. As are the Wawas and all the other. Yeah. places because they're going and stealing the atv so they can express themselves on the stolen atv riding through the city uh streets wreaking havoc so i mean it's just i i it, it's crazy it's just the way the, the whole city is yeah. going now you look at other places outside of the city you do that outside the city your atv is gone you're under arrest not only outside of around surrounding counties here but other states look at look at delaware look at new jersey they don't put up with that you yeah. don't see you know, that going on anywhere. They had it one time. They tried it last year in uh down in uh, Center City, Wildwood, they wind up taking all their ATVs. As they were leaving town, there was a blockade. and they, There goes your ATV. You're gone. Yeah. So, uh you know, here, you know, God forbid you do that. You know, it's not transparent. It's not the right thing to do. You know, we want to hold and have coffee with cops and prayer sessions. And that's not working, folks. Let's get back to basics. Let's go back to police work. Let's go back to respectfully enforcing the law. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and doing what we need to do to bring the city back. People can't walk the streets at night. Uh that's why people don't want to be here. People Center City's a ghost town. Yeah. I mean you could talk about it's coming back and I don't see it. I just don't see it.
2: Yeah, and, and and for anybody just tuning in, you know, we have FOP President John McNesby. I'm a longtime resident. Well, I love Philadelphia. I think the the reason that we're passionate about it, not just because you're in law enforcement. And a dedicated um, police officer yourself, you have family who you've inspired to join the ranks and that sort of thing. But we love this city. That's what's upsetting that you say, I right. want Philadelphia to come back. We are a beautiful city. Uh, the things go- I I, I, say, I say to relatives all the time, come into the city, let's have lunch. They're like, Dawn, I'm not new. I'm not driving, you know, because I work on obviously on Market Street here at Odyssey right. World Headquarters, as we say, I mean, beautiful uh-huh. views, you know. I can't get, especially women, I can't get my female friends or relatives, family to come in and just have lunch with me and say, no, nope, you know what, meet me out in the suburbs or meet me out so-and-so. I- I'm, I'm not coming in. I'm, I'm scared.
1: Right. I mean, just look at the basics. If you look at the basics, you, I mean, <clears throat> when Nutter was in, when Street was in, um, you had clean streets. You had a street uh, a truck come down, a street sweeper once a week. Well, my street, it was Monday. You knew when to you move your car Monday, that disappeared. Yeah. And now they're making the budget. Oh, we're going to bring back street sweep into certain areas. Well, it should, it should be there. We're paying taxes for these things. Uh, look at riding into Philadelphia. Look at the streets. Look how dirty they are. Um, people just don't care uh, about getting this, you know, under control. And it, its um, you just shrug your shoulders and you just hope for a better day tomorrow. we we'll get some some people in there that are going to help us out and get things done.
2: And so are you, you know, is leadership meeting with, for example, Sherelle Parker and David O and and Sherelle Parker, you know, the assumed winner of the mayoral election because of the registration seven to one. But, but I'm not discounting anybody. But in other words, is FOP or police meeting with both of these candidates as we march toward, you know, the fall election?
1: Yeah, I actually uh, have a meeting with her this week. Jarrell Parker and I'm um, waiting on David. O. we'll, we'll talk. But um, like you said, I mean, you know, we, the registration is seven to one, uh, it's heavily democratic, the low turnout and, you yeah. know, it, it's just, you know, you know, she's going to be the mayor. So, uh, you know, we, we, we want to make sure that we have, we did not endorse her in the, in the primary and we're going to have to sit down and talk to her yeah. and, and, you know, build a relationship up with her. And I, that's not hard. I got no, I got nothing yeah. at, at all against Terrell Parker, I'm looking forward to, uh, like I said, new, new, new leadership here, and be able to, to be able to path uh, the road that making our officers safer, and, and more importantly, is building the ranks of the police department. Because right now, there's got to be a different way of thinking, because we're not getting the people in. You know, we want to maybe better incentives, more pay. I don't know what that may be, right. um, but I know uh, I know there's a lot of things that we can do, and I look forward to sitting down and talking about improving. Uh, yeah. I don't want to be a part of the problem. I want to be a, a part of the solution.
2: Yeah, and I think you know, you should be encouraged by the fact that she was not the Helen Gim, the progressive candidate. And that's oh, man, why everybody was shocked.
1: Oh, we would have <laughs> we would have we would have just padlocked the city then and then forget that. I <laughs> the mean, last person
2: out of Philly just turned the God, lights mean, off. Right? <laughs>
1: yeah, that's it, because it would have been done. I mean yeah. we would have looked at San Francisco. You would have looked at somebody Seattle. That would have been, we would have been that on steroids. So it's, that's that's nothing. That would have been a recipe for absolute disaster there. Yeah.
2: Can I get your reaction before we go real quick here, too? I know um, you you have a busy schedule, so we thank you for this time. But, John, can you react to the whole back and forth, Chief Pat Malloy, Avington Police, being kind of ripped into and even lectured by an Inquirer reporter? Why? Because he had called out... The fact that Philadelphia leadership essentially let go a somebody with a long rap sheet tried to abduct some girls in Montgomery County, and he had talked about that, and, and they really were trying to snap him back into place. He wasn't having it. What's your reaction to that kind of back and forth? Not just with, not just with Mayor Kenny or DA Krasner, but the media being complicit with that culture.
1: Well, because they're used to it now. And I I commend him for that, for standing up. And that's why Abington is is the way it is. That's why people are moving to Abington. That's why people are moving to Shelton. That's why people are moving to Bucks County. It's just, you know, when you do your job, he's standing up. He's right. He's 100 percent right in what he's saying. And that's just one incident. I mean, you look at a number of crimes that are being committed, a number of homicides, a number of shootings, and these are people that shouldn't be on the street. They have two, three, four open cases. There's sweetheart deals cut at the bar of the court. There's things you don't know about that are happening behind the scenes. There's officers that are arresting people and never hear another word about it. They don't go to court. Uh, there's a lot of things out there. There's a lot of people walking the streets, the city of Philadelphia, that shouldn't be walking the streets. We have prisons for a reason. Sometimes you know, these people need to stay in prison. I mean, it's not a whole lot of people committing a whole lot of crime. It's a small amount. And they know there's no repercussions. They can continue to do what they're going to do. But when they do it outside the city, then they're held accountable. Then there's it's an eye-opener.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, the FOP had endorsed Josh Shapiro, who's fr- who grew up in Abington. That's his home district. It, can Philadelphia's FOP expect support and help in some of these initiatives that you're talking about, incentives from the governor's office?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he he's already uh, brought on the uh, signing bonus for for officers um, coming on. And he also's committed to sitting down and looking at what, you know, a key thing is the training the uh, MPO commission and about making some tweaks there and helping us in that area. Anything to increase the uh, in, increase the uh, roles of the Philadelphia Police Department. When he was a G, he uh, he did a hell of a job on the uh, gun violence task force. He, I think he doubled the size of that. And now okay. it's even going to grow bigger in this budget. Uh, and that takes them guys are a, a bunch of good guys that are out there doing investigative work, taking, you know, real guns off the street and uh, putting people away uh, for a while. And that's it's a good uh, program. And I think um, I think we're going to get a lot done. It's just a matter of, you know, getting the, uh, the wheels turning.
2: Through the heat of the summer, John McNesby, a little longer interview than I normally would have done. We appreciate your time and so much news this morning that you've been reacting to. Thank you, John.
0: You got it. Take care and
2: be safe. Thank you. Take care.